You're listening to the postseason of Pot of Wonder, where we do things other than what we normally do. I guess we should set this up a little bit. Uh, Pot mm. of Wonder special episode. Air horns. Our, our very first uh, technically sponsored content. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very excited because it's a spooky game and it makes yeah. me really happy to play spooky games whenever. So, um, mm. yeah, y'all, thank you for asking us to do this. If you would like us to play one of your games, listeners, yeah, hit us up. We'll probably do it. Especially if it's a horror game because Morgan loves them. We all love the spooky shit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Strictly speaking, we're not a, a podcast that always plays games, but so it might it might take us a while to get to it, but we'll get to it. Yes, we mm-hmm. will. We'll get to it. Pot of wonder. Um. Anyway, we've gone this far without actually mentioning the title of the game. This is Afraid of the Dark. It's not a question about it, uh, as per the 90s uh, <laughs> SNCC uh, block of programming uh, television show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, this one just puts it on Front Street. You are afraid of the you dark. You are afraid of the it dark. Is, it is a known quantity. Also, this is a birthday podcast episode. That's right. Happy birthday, makes Morgan. It even more appropriate that we're playing a horror game, because that is my deep desire. Yeah. Yeah, this is a game about uh, childhood horror, you know, spooky. of the, the spooky, the supernatural variety, mm-hmm. where, you know, you're a kid and pretty much everything is scary, like the dark, the unknown, like spiders and like rats and snakes. And the, the primary threat is uh, something called the shadows. They are nebulous creatures that can uh, shape shift to... Uh, to turn into things that the kids are afraid of and scare them and then feed upon their fear for uh, nefarious purposes. But before we have uh, shadows to scare kids, we need to have kids. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let me walk that statement back. We need to make characters uh, who are children. Say, Danny, if, we need to, if there need to be kids involved, we're going to need to like wait a couple years. Yeah. It's kind of a big step, I know, but <laughs> we've been podcasting a while now. I really think we need to have this conversation. I think we as a podcast are ready to make I'm really <laughs> thankful that this game exists, but I'm not sure I want to make the investment of having children play it. Yeah, it's a lifetime-long LARP. Uh, it's going to take 10 years to really get off the ground, <laughs> nice. but once you do, oh man. So, Sweet. character creation... <laughs> There are two kind of ways of going about this is you can draw from your deck of cards to randomly generate a character, or you can pick from the list they provide. Mm. Oh, yeah. This game uses a deck of cards as a resolution mechanic. Do we well, take jokers out? Uh, I believe so. I didn't see any rules references to jokers. But yeah, um, take out all of the spades from your deck of cards, uh, set them aside. Um, you will use them later, but they are—they don't need to be a part of the deck you're drawing from. Uh, the start, you have your three talents. Uh, they are fast, smart, and tough. Uh, pretty self-explanatory what each of those are used for. Tough is also kind of encompasses both physical and social toughness. Like if you need to like stand up for yourself or or talk to something scary, Aww. that would also be tough. Um, you're going to put numbers one through three in those. 
uh, the one you're best at would be one, and the number three is your worst. Um, and if I could make a, make a bold proposition here, uh, at least, you know, this is the direction I'll be going in. Maybe we kind of base this on a version of our actual selves as kids. Ooh, yes. Hmm. With obvious changes, but I think that'll kind of help guide the characters and make this a little quicker. Yeah. Instead of being kind of a drawn out, like, who is this child? I do like that because I was honestly going to set this in the, the mid to late 90s. Right. Perfect. So that, that kind of sets sets you right in your actual childhoods, more or less. This was easy to pick. Yeah. <laughs> Smart, I put three. Tough, I put two. And fast, I put one because it was not fast. I was the gifted kid, so I was very smart. I have a feeling that we're all going to be smart and not fast. In, in that case, you should have a one in smart. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, good to know. Uh, yeah, the thing you're worse at means you draw more cards, so there's more chance of you drawing a black card. Nice. Okay. Oh. Cool. Does it matter if we're all the same? No. No. If people can have D&D campaigns where everyone's a bard, then we can have a game where all of us are smart. Okay. Uh, in general, you'll be drawing uh, against your like your three stats. It sounded like everyone has a one in smarts. Good job, nerds. <laughs> when, when you're doing something related to being smart, you would draw one card. Uh, if it's a red, you succeed. If it's a black, you don't. If you're you have a two in your stat, you draw two cards, and if it's red, you succeed. Black, you don't. And if it's your your three stat, you draw three cards. If you draw a black card, you can either choose to fail at the thing you were trying to do, or you can choose to succeed but touch the shadow. the The shadows being the the nebulous, supernatural, shape shifting horrors of this game. Oh. And if you choose to get touched by a shadow, you, you still succeed, but you draw a spade card. You, you keep the, the spade separate on a stack kind of next to you. Anytime you need to draw a spade again, which is, you know, the next time you touch a shadow, you draw the number of spade cards that you have. And if you fail in that draw, you basically get taken over by the shadows. You become kind of a... An NPC slash co-GM to terrorize your former fellow kids. Ooh. Whoa, that's really hard. That sounds like we all die real quick. Spooky. Into it. Yeah, but uh, keep in mind you have your your experiences and your items and your charms. Mm. Uh, your experiences and your items can give you redraws. And your charms you can use to choose to just automatically succeed. So there's a bit of a buffer before you fall into the shadows completely. Okay. Should we address the naming first or at the end? Because I was kind of glancing through and there's kind of an interesting twist behind how your character's named. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, there is your your given name and there's also what everybody calls you. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're known for wearing a particular like kind of clothing, if for me as a child, I had a lot of Garfield shirts. <laughs> so I could have been called Garfield Danny. Mm. 
they give examples like, hey, maybe one time your your mom picked you up from school and she was wearing her Starbucks apron, so you're you are coffee house Caitlin now. Uh, I was called Maria Diarrhea. Is that that's not appropriate, is it? Um, did you have diarrhea once? Uh, no. I mean, okay. yeah, I have diarrhea all the time, but that's <laughs> all, <the time. laughs> all right. I can uh, actually address this with something that I was called by the neighborhood kids, uh, Hermit Morgan. <laughs> oh, that's so good. They they definitely called me the Hermit. Like, uh-huh. when I was like 11 years old. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. I, I thought this was something you could be called the other day. Uh-huh. I, I appreciate now all my, uh, my neighborhood, uh, Semi-friends, semi-enemies for giving me a very easy name here. I, so this wasn't a thing that was witnessed by the whole school, but it was, yeah, and it didn't, thankfully, thankfully, uh, it did not spread, but I'm going to go by Poo Pants Eddie because oh, there was, no! I, and I won't go into graphic Ooh. detail, but I'll, I'll phrase it this way. You know how when you're young and you think, huh, that feeling might be one thing, but it's actually another thing. <laughs> Uh, I was over at a friend's house, and it was the other thing. Oh, no. And it was, uh, it was messy, and I was wearing gray shorts. Oh, no. And so, thankfully, our houses were kind of catty corners, but uh-huh. it was the most awkward sprint. <laughs> they smelled it. And I saw his mom came downstairs and it's kind of a blur. And I'm just like, I have to leave. And I just like, I'm like in fifth grade. I bolt out. I'm like in his backyard. I hop the fence to our neighbor's yard. He's got, because this was the path. We all took it. It wasn't a a thing. Uh, That neighbor had dogs and I was very afraid of dogs. So I've messed myself. I'm very embarrassed because that's also the age where you start feeling things and being (laughs) aware of yourself. And mm-hmm. there are dogs coming at me, and I'm tr- just trying to get like the 20 feet to my yard. And I wind up in my back in my parents' house in the basement. I'm sobbing. I'm a mess. I have to tell my parents what happened to. Not a fun time. And yeah, the first time I've ever talked about it was on this podcast. So, uh, 10 Star Games, you're welcome. I feel wow. like now I know you very well, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, is it helps no. uh when i was in a talent show in the third grade uh oh, no. we were singing the bananas and pajamas song oh god and i i like i had i peed myself on stage it was oh my god very bad <laughs> and yeah unfortunately no one <laughs> forgot about it um, but thankfully, oh, no. I then uh, went to a different school the next year. Coincidentally, so thank God. Oh my God! So everybody at your old school thought you moved away because you pissed on stage. I mean, I'm not even sure if like anybody necessarily realized that that happened. Um, mm. But. <laughs> It, uh, wow. it very much was a memory that I cannot forget. Uh, pot of Wonder Childhood Trauma Corner. Yeah. Wow. That just reminded me of another nickname I had, Banana Suit. Oh, <laughs> go, go on. on. Oh, it was not an actual banana suit, but we always like had all hand-me-downs, and uh, the one sweatsuit in the hand-me-down thing that I had to wear for gym was just bright neon yellow. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be banana suit Maria. 
I feel that in my heart. All right. So what's the next step, Danny? Next is your experiences and your items. And what these will do is if you can figure out a way to incorporate that into a a thing you're doing, you can use it as to uh, to redraw if you draw a black card in one of your skills. You can either have an experience or an item or two experiences or two items. Items are tradable, so they're more flexible, but also items can be destroyed, whereas experiences cannot. Nobody can take what happened to you from you. Unfortunately. It's kind of dark. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of a dark way to put that. Yeah. Um, all right, I pick, um, I'm good at pretending to be asleep, and I've got a pocket knife. Nice. Uh, Maria, you were having uh, drawing cards? Okay, I got, I'm good at avoiding punishments, and I've got a later, which is weird Ooh. for a five-year-old to have, but sure. <laughs> we we should probably uh, decide on ages. Mm. Like, I, I imagine you'd be pretty close in age. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I'll be whatever age everyone else wants to be. Maybe nine years old? Shit, what was I like when I was nine? Where, what, what year in school was nine? Like fourth, fourth grade? Fourth grade or so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Kids Crazy. start to have personalities yeah, by, exactly. by, like, by that time. Yeah, exactly. Like, get a little bit more individuality in there. And um, most of my stories are from when I was around that age. I was a, a very uh, personality-having child. <laughs> I believe that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, I think. <laughs> and Eddie, do you have an experiences or items? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to say I'm in fifth grade, so about 10. Because, uh, again, that's that's where feeling like a human being starts, and it's not great. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm good at uh, following directions to build a thing, so like <laughs> Legos, your Millennium Falcons, uh, and mostly Star Wars toys at that point. But yeah. God damn, I was real good at putting them stickers on. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I've got a wooden gun with Fast Eddie engraved on it, uh, <laughs> because a thing I actually had uh, was just like this wooden engraved gun, which looked pretty neat. But I guess one of my grandpa's bar friends made it for him uh i just knew like oh that was my grandpa's nickname was he good at running i never asked i come to find out later that was his nickname at the bar because he because he could pound the vodkas Mm. (laughs) they just line them up and he could slam them down Mm -hmm. um so yeah fun to have a little memento of my grandfather's alcoholism as a child that shaped like a gun there's so many terrible layers to this but uh yeah that's that's my item wow Okay. <laughs> so next on your list is your charm, which is your. Oh, are you not playing? Is this a not DMless game? Oh no, no, I'm yeah, I'm I'm running this show. We, I think, Danny, you've got to open up a little bit. Give us some childhood trauma. Just give I have, us yeah. something. I have to, go to on. balance the scales. Um. Okay. So, my only notable defecation incident was thankfully in private. Um, it was from the, the early days of computer ownership where, you know, like computers are new and exciting uh-huh. and you have the computer room in your house. God, I was such a fan of Encarta. Yeah. 
with all those animations. I loved oh, it. Oh shit! Yes. I like was such a nerd and just like went through the entirety of Encarta like over and over all the hmm. time. There was a specific Encarta for mythology, and I fucking loved that shit. Oh, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that Encarta, but uh, I also had a lot of mythology books. Encarta <laughs> mm. 95 for life. Himself. Don't let him get out, get out of talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Pooping. I was hoping to write that out. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, because you have the one computer in the computer room. So my sister, my mom, and my dad and I all, like, we all wanted to use the computer. And so there was like dedicated time. So like, like there was lots of fighting over like who got to use the computer. Also like in the days of dial up. So it took up the phone line. So if someone was expecting a phone call, you had to like, you couldn't be online. So anyway, everyone else was out of the house. So I was like, yeah, fucking computer time for Danny. I'm going to, I'm going to surf the internet, learn all sorts of animal facts, maybe play some rudimentary games and so I try to squeeze as much computer time out of this as possible. And to the point where like, I kind of needed to go to the bathroom, but like, this is, this is unmonitored computer time. Like I, I got to get as much out of this as I can. So eventually like I kept ignoring the, the signs that my body was telling me like, Hey, stop, go to the bathroom, please. And so eventually I, ended up just shitting myself and then like it is one of those situations where like you think it's just gonna be a fart like you can let the fart out keep going but mm. no it just gooshed out of me mm. and it, like that Aww. happened and it was right as that happened when my parents and sister got home so i was like just like in the bathroom kind of like like running my my pants like in the faucets like like hi mom welcome home everything's fine <laughs> <laughs> well at least it didn't cause you to ask the question do i sit in my own feces now and can stay on the computer because what's done is done i feel like shitting yourself is crossing a line that <laughs> like it pretty much settles any arguments you might have for you <laughs> right Especially at that age, there's also the panic of, and I, I guess it's even complicate, more complicated when they get home, but oh God, uh, this chair, they're going to know this uh -huh. is going to be permanent. Uh -huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to spend my allowance money on a new computer oh, chair, no. and that's going to take a hundred years to pay off. Mm -hmm. Did you tell them what happened or did you try? No. To oh, <laughs> sure, no. This is delightful. This is a first. Uh, so, so what you're saying is uh, an anonymous email to your parents should not go out tonight. Right. Uh, say, hey, listen to this episode and uh, find something out about your child. We'll not do that. <laughs> Great for now. For as now. much as I am like joke, jokey jokester, I just do want to be like, we're not going to do that because. Yeah. I, no, I wouldn't actually do that. The, the less fun childhood trauma of my own is yeah. that kind of thing. Mm, <laughs> I mean, shitting yourself when you're 10 is probably on the low end of things my parents could have caught me doing. <laughs> Very true. Anyways, <laughs> we're all children. What's next, yes. Danny? Um, <laughs> yeah, so on your sheet, this is called I'm Brave When I'm Holding. And this is uh, in the book on page four is called Your Charms. Uh, these are sort of like 
significant items to you, like a like a favorite toy or a, like a, a security blanket or something. Uh, and what a charm can do is it gives you an automatic success on your pull. Like you don't have to draw any cards. You can just invoke your charm in some way and you do the thing you're trying to do. Yeah, and because it's like an item that's personal to you, it doesn't do any good to anybody else. Like, if if you give someone else your security blanket, they can't make use of it because they don't have the the deep emotional connection to it that you have. Mm. How is arts and crafts isn't a, a thing? It's I like mean, a, it can be. You can pick like a a paintbrush or a kit. One of those, you know, one of those like rose art kits of like oh. markers and. Co- colored pencils and crayons mm-hmm. okay yeah like those things where you made like a little plastic stained glass kind of thing i had so many or, of what oh are shrinky dinks? oh i love yeah shrinky dink okay arts and crafts it could be whatever cool I'm yeah open a little bit like a, a creepy crawler or an an easy bake a creepy crawl creepy <laughs> crawlers <laughs> yes, I totally had a creepy crawler's machine. That thing oh, yeah. was the best, but I'm sure I've got some sort of crazy lung disease from whatever oh, yeah. rubber thing they used. <laughs> I really w- always wanted one of those creepy crawler things. Like I just lusted over that shit. Mm. And I just didn't get them because I was a girl. Yeah, easy bake oven for boys because yay, genderizing toys. I didn't like the easy bake oven. Yeah. I was like, no. And I wanted the easy bake oven because because I couldn't eat the creepy crawler. I I threw a tantrum on Christmas once because I asked for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van on my list, and it got given by my grandmother to my brother, and I was like, yo. As somebody who had that pizza van, you were missing out because that yeah. was is that the one that the like best. shot the pizza discs out? Yeah, of the, the, and they oh, were like God. weren't like little tiny guys. They were a decent sized disc. They could do mm-hmm. some damage. <laughs> At some point for my birthday, I'm going to get myself uh, a creepy crawlies kit. Oh, and and do it like let's just embrace the boyhood I never had. Oh, Morgan, that, then you just get a 3D printer and you can make <laughs> all of the creepy crawlers. True, I know, but I want I want the exact experience. Mm. You need something put under a tiny light bulb for half an hour. I want to make a weird scorpion thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's got little bits of like plastic overflow between the claws because you filled up the tray too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, it's Mommy. like, I don't know. I just like weird creatures. I enlighten my coworkers about the mantis shrimp the, the other day oh those are so cool yeah little, and my little lightning like, fast punches. The, the company was just like how have not heard of this before before i was just like posting some about like what they can do i'm like i know yeah. exactly thank you i mean get good ceo learn about marine life yeah exactly i'm obsessed with them so They're yeah breaking the sound barrier underwater boom also, they're like fucking rainbows. Cavitation bubbles. Many color re- receptors. I'm hiccuping anyway. I've got an amethyst. Checks out. I've, I've got a vintage uh, Kenner Darth Vader action figure with vinyl cape and telescoping lightsaber. Oh, does it light up? Uh, it does not, but it mm. was one of the ones that popped out of the arm. And you could, like, it, it retracted into his arm. Ooh. So you didn't really lose it. It was, it was fucking great. Eddie, you're an inspiration. 
I just had a dad that loved taking me to the toy store and living vicariously through my joy. Yeah, on your sheet gear, I really need to. Uh, this is your your Monday need. I pick check for monsters. Uh-huh. Probably go to the toilet, but let's see what the cards draw. Ah! <laughs> oh, brush my teeth. That's a thing I never do, but should. I guess it cuts mm-hmm. the need. I'm going to say watch I Love Lucy at Nick, on Nick at Night. Nice. Mm. Nick at Night was so good. Yeah. I Oh, my God. Like... The fuck! Everyone loves the Adams family, but the monsters. The that monsters was my... were so good. I love yeah. the monsters so much. I did not know about the Adams family until like long after the monsters. Yeah, same. Yeah, like Adams family. Yeah, better characters, yeah. better written. But the monsters is just pure camp goodness. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I and loved there's it. also. There's also like weird racial things. Like I went back and watched the first couple episodes Ooh. and there's like an old couple like, mm, oh, yes, those people showed up and they're really bringing down the neighborhood. I'm like, ah, I see what you're going for now. I need to watch the monsters again as an adult because I haven't watched them since I was probably like 12. I think it's on Netflix, but thing yes. relevant to our interests, the lead Fred Gwynn, who played Herman Munster, one apparently like. Like one of those old tiny Hollywood gays where everyone knew it. Oh yeah. Um, but also he wrote a series of children's books about puns Ooh. that are fucking amazing. It's worth go it's worth looking for. Monster yes. Monster. Yeah. Uh, um oh, if only he'd written that as has his autobiography. It could have been a thing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's amazing. And lastly is your phobias. Oh my god, where do I start? My phobia is mockery by friends. Oh. I was just like, <laughs> alright, let's get real with it. Mockery by friends, because I was also like eighth mm. year at that age. I relate to that one hard. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm scared of slugs, though, because that is one that persists, got a mm. visceral reaction. I can't explain it. Just gastropods in general. Hate them. I hate like them with slugs. a burning. They're cool. Hate them. Nope. Nope. Nope, can't convince me. I see one and my spine starts twitching. It's not, it's not great. I don't like them. They weird me out, but like, I like that they don't have legs. Nope, they're, they are living boogers. They are (laughs) just, just bad. Like, we are all meat bags, but they are like, just mocking us about it almost. Their existence is taunting humans for what we really are. And maybe that's the core of it. I, I just, I don't. Yeah. I don't, and I stepped on one once. I didn't realize it until later, but they're like, oh, this is this is just goo on my foot. Uh, after hearing a slight pop, and it is sticking to everything. I don't like this. I need to, like, go cry in a corner somewhere. On that note, since we are kind of picking out fears for ourselves, we should probably make sure there's, a like, no kind of crossover on fears we want to explore versus fears that we don't. Mm. I would like to uh, put a bar on parental punishment. Okay. Other than that, I'm okay. Um, is that more like the active act of parental punishment? Like, can the threat of it still be a thing? Like, the threat of it is okay. It's more like actively okay. being punished and yelled at. Okay, because. Uh, a big part of this game is sort of like sneaking around the house past your bedtime. So okay. the the parents are a, a th- like mm-hmm. a normal threat in mm-hmm. addition to the supernatural ones going on. But as long as you're cool, like like we're not going to be like playing out that thing. But 
Yeah, it'll exist in the background. Yeah, I'm very cool with like, oh, our parents might be upset at us. As long as it's not going to be like, you know, anything excessive. As long as it's like in the bounds of normal parental punishment. Like, oh no, we might get grounded. We might have to sit in the uh, terribly uncomfortable timeout rocking chair and stare into the darkness for 10 minutes. That works for me. <laughs> Maria, did you did you say your fear? Um, mine is uh, the witch in the toilet. Mm. <laughs> sit there for too long, she'll come out and put her stick up your butt. Wow. <laughs> is that a thing from your child? Like- yeah, that's the thing I was most scared of when I was little. Is that something that was like, you know, the, a thing in your head or is that somebody something somebody told you about? I don't know. I think it might have been in my head. I mean, maybe somebody said something. But I don't know. Who knows? It was <laughs> as long as I can remember. It was like, don't until you're ready to run. <laughs> Somewhere in your memory is, a, is somebody telling you get out of the bathroom or the witch in the toilet is going to get you. And that's just lodged itself in your brain. I'll add to my uh, fears in... Uh, note of that with a uh, Bloody Mary. Give, give me multiple. Give me multiple fears. Bloody Mary. Oh, for sure. And just oh, generally yeah. mir- mirrors in the dark. Mirrors in the in the dark are one of the scariest things. Uh, that's like a f- fear that persists until this day. I will avoid looking at mirrors in the dark. Oh yeah, um, I see that. That's wise. You don't want to see something standing behind you. I don't know uh-huh. why. It's it's just one of those like terrifying mm-hmm. stories that stuck with me, like Bloody Mary. It was a very big thing with like my friends and everything when I was in like third grade or so. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was really young. Oh, there's always the rumor that some kid in the school did it in the school bathroom. Oh yeah, there was. There was that actually. Like um a boy in my class broke his arm and there was a rumor that he had done Bloody Mary and she broke his arm. Ooh, oh, that's so, like, that's the right age to hear something like that. Yeah. That's so crappy. Uh, do you have a second fear for me, Eddie? Oh, we gotta do two. Um, I want, everyone else gave me two. I'll say, paren- I'll, I'll stick with the parental fear, but kind of stick to more of, like, a Catholic guilt sort of thing, since I, mm. I was bigger into my Catholicism in my youth, and right after the first the first confession could we maybe expand that out to like a fear of god yeah there we go yeah. fear sure. fear yeah. of, fear of divine punishment yeah yeah and like yeah. just this yeah. unknown judging mm-hmm. figure yep fear of divine punishment yeah absolutely so slugs I mean, and, and fear of divine punishment jump scare hello wanderers i hope you're enjoying this episode so far by which I mean I hope you didn't mind all the talk about us pissing and shitting ourselves. Anyway, if Afraid of the Dark sounds like your kind of game, you can check it out at tinstargames.itch.io. Thanks again to Tinstar Games for providing us with a copy of the game. If, uh, if you want a version that doesn't have all the defecation talk, just let me know. In regular season news, we're about to start recording season 6. We've got a poll up on our Twitter, at Pod of Wonder, letting you pick what genre we tackle next. Right now it looks like a tie between heists and superheroes, so go to our Twitter and make your voice heard. Unless you want a superhero heist story. But I think that might just be the movie Mystery Men. Anyway, back to the game. Eddie, why don't you introduce your character? 
loosely based on on any age nine or ten or whatever we yeah, said yeah but nine ten fifth grade uh yeah uh hi there my name's poop pants eddie uh i've got a two and fast a one and smart and a three and tough meaning i am a weak little weak little sad boy um <laughs> i'm good at following directions to build a thing you know nothing useful it's just your your tie fighters and legos and what have you i've got a wooden gun with fast eddie engraved on it sounds cool very sad story behind it. I'm brave when I'm holding vintage Kenner Darth Vader with uh, action figure with vinyl cape and telescoping lightsaber. I still have it. It's really bitching. I really, really have to watch I Love Lucy on Nick, on Nick at night. I'm really scared of slugs and divine punishment. <laughs> Hi, I'm Morgan the Hermit. Uh, I've got a three and fast, a one and smart, and a two and tough, which means I'm a very slow, physically, but very smart kid. I'm good at pretending to be asleep. I've got a pocket knife. I'm brave when I'm holding an amethyst, and I really, really have to check for monsters. But I'm really scared of mockery by my friends and Bloody Mary. And just generally mirrors in the dark. I'm Banana Pants Maria. Uh, I've got a three and fast, one and smart, and a two and tough. I'm good at avoiding punishments. I've got a Bic later that I found under my brother's bed. I feel brave when I'm holding my Rose Art Arts and Crafts kit. (laughs) I need to brush my teeth. And I'm super scared of the witch that lives in the toilet. And falling asleep around other people just in case I pee myself. Okay. It is the year 1990X. You've been invited to your friend Danny's birthday party. He's turning nine years old. It's, uh, it's a very exciting time. Uh, you have had an idyllic childhood day. Uh, you've had cake. You've had pizza. You've briefly played outside in the treehouse before realizing you're all nerds who would really rather be inside. And then you (laughs) went back inside and you watched movies, you played some video games. The parents were feeling permissive this day, so they let you watch a PG-13 movie, Edward Scissorhands. It was a little scary, but uh, I feel like you powered through it. But the colors were so pretty. Yes. (laughs) It really shined a dark lens on suburban life, Danny says, wise for his years. <laughs> but leading up to this birthday, Danny's been acting a little strange. Uh, yeah. He says he hasn't been sleeping well. Um, he's mm. been kind of having some weird nightmares and and talking about kind of shadows flickering at the edge of his vision. His big sister, Amy, who has a room in the basement, has been kind of picking on him more for reasons he can't understand something about teenage feelings his parents say but (laughs) in spite of all that he was really looking forward to this birthday and having his only three friends over and they're going to have a great time and you did have a great time (laughs) it's 10 o'clock at night past your bedtimes all certainly but uh each of you has been sort of separately drawn through the the first floor of this house There are two floors to it. You haven't been to the second one. You weren't allowed up there. There's lots of important adult things going on, you assume. (laughs) Eddie, you find yourself in the living room, lights off, volume low, ready to 
to sneak a peek at the latest episode of I Love Lucy, a show which ended decades before you were born. <laughs> yeah, but they pu- they play him in order. <laughs> Maria, you find yourself in the bathroom, just across from the kitchen and dining room. The dentist has told you you need to start brushing and flossing your teeth more regularly, or you're going to have problems when you're an adult. I don't want him to fall out. If I fall out, I'll be ugly and no one will like me ever. <laughs> And Morgan, mm-hmm. you're just sort of wandering throughout the house, checking for monsters. They they couldn't mm-hmm. really be anywhere. What room do you find yourself in? Um, I find myself in. I find myself in the bathroom with me. Don't be in the bathroom with me. <laughs> Are you in the bathroom? Me in the bathroom. Banana suit Maria is very sensitive about the teeth. <laughs> Okay, I'll be in the closet. <laughs> That's not foreshadowing for anything later in Morgan's life. Not foreshadowing at all. It just feels more comfortable in the closet for some reason. I'm comforted by a metaphor. I mean, what? So, you know, all of you are kind of in your separate locations. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You honestly haven't seen Danny for a while, but oh. I mean, you've kind of got your your own things to worry about, you know. You've, you've got monsters and, and teeth brushing and Lucy. I think we're going to pick up first with Maria. Old banana pants. Oh. Uh, all, all of you are supposed to be in bed at this point. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're sneak. You've been sneaking about the house in the dark. So you're you're in the dark, Maria, for the most part. Um, you, you've left the bathroom door open. So there's a like the faintest bit of light from the the TV in the living room, but like you, you're brushing your teeth in the dark. You your dentist has been getting on you about it. Your parents have been getting on you about it. You got to start brushing your teeth. There's a mushroom stuck in the back of one of my braces, and I can't get it out. And they say <laughs> if I leave a speck of food and under my braces overnight, it'll make a cavity in my tooth will rot out. Exactly that. <laughs> If even once, if you forget to brush your teeth, it's all over for you. Like, your mom was pushing you real hard because, you know, she wasn't going to be there to tell you to brush your teeth. You had to you had to remember to do it yourself. So yeah. this is this is maybe a big step for you. If you remember Ooh. to brush your teeth, maybe you might, you know, get, get like a, a little extra allowance or something. But I'm pretty proud. I'm going to have to tell mom about it when I get home. But... You find yourself in the the dark, small little bathroom. It's it's fairly cramped. Like it's just like the sink right next to that, the toilet right next to that, the shower, and and you're you're brushing away, and it maybe it's just the the faint light from the the TV far away in the living room, but you feel like you see something in the mirror behind you. Ah. Oh, okay. Um. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lower my eyes because if I turn around and it's real, that's just too much. I'm just gonna lower my eyes and keep going. <laughs> it's not if I don't look, it's not gonna happen. If yeah. you don't see it, it doesn't see you. Exactly. This is a I mean th- the dentist says it's it's a two minute process, but but you do three minutes just to be sure. So you you're brushing away, head down, you know, making sure to reach like the front, the back, the top of all of your teeth. You got to get these teeth. Ooh. And you feel just a, a bit of chill in the air. And 
and you know your your eyes are kind of facing down towards the sink and but something starts dripping down it's supposed to be behind you but you realize maybe it wasn't behind you getting closer it was coming out of the mirror in front of you and oh. and something just starts kind of drip dripping down slowly into the sink as you're you're brushing your teeth you you kind of got the faucet on this is the 90s before they tell you you don't need to have the faucet on while you're brushing your teeth <laughs> so just that <laughs> that good clean faucet water is is slowly starting to mingle with whatever is dripping down from on top of you and just sort of sluicing into this this gross reddish mixture of water Ew. and who knows what what do you do did i brush too hard am i bleeding oh um that was long enough i'm gonna rinse Okay. Uh, so I, I just rinse my teeth out. I put the toothbrush in the cup next to the sink. There's a little label on it that says my name, just the Maria part, because my mom wrote it. Uh, you know, so it doesn't. I make sure the bristles don't touch anybody else's. Uh, and I'm going to. I was going to leave, but I better make sure just one more time. Uh, I don't have to pee. You're rinsing out. You you kind of like run your hand under the the faucet, and and a bit of that red that's dripping from from wherever kind of gets in your hand too. Feel free to veto this if it's a bit gross, but no. you like you're not caring. You're you're in too much of a of a haste to just get out of here. You kind of just throw the whole mixture of of water and red into your mouth and mm. and just swish it swish it around inside. I mean, you know, these old pipes in these neighborhoods, you know, sometimes the water doesn't come out perfect in my house. That's why we have to take fluoride tablets. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you to draw fast just to be okay. able to spit and get out of the bathroom without mm -hmm. uh, making contact with whatever thing that is above you now, dripping and and you realize kind of breathing hot down upon your, the top of your head. Okay. Uh, three off the top. Uh, and I got a black, so I fail, right? Um, you can choose to fail, like look up and, and see whatever this is. Or you can choose to succeed and get touched by the shadows. In which case you would take a spade card. I'll look up. I'll, I'll fail and, uh, and look up. Okay. <laughs> In your, your kind of startled spitting, you... You just kind of like try and get in the sink and move on. But just the impression of this thing kind of hovering above you, breathing down on you, like you throw your head up before you spit out. So like you come face to face with this thing, like water and blood kind of like just dripping out of your mouth and down onto you, to your shirt and your banana pants. And you see Bloody Mary. The, the the figure talked about in schoolyards across yeah. the country. You've you've not said her name three times per the requisite rituals, but here she is. Long black hair kind of dripping down over over her face. Her her skin kind of mottled and gray, her fingers long and distended into claws. And you make eye contact with her. 
Oh, you poor faded soul to make eye contact with Bloody Mary. I think in, in kind of a, a silent screaming, her, her mouth kind of distended and opening wide. She grabs onto you with these claws and you, you feel yourself kind of trying to be pulled upward and into this mirror with her. What do you do? So is this a moment when I might want to uh, pick one of my items to try to react? Or those are just when I'm pulling cards? Yeah, your items can give you redraws. It's your your charm you can use to automatically give you a success. Right. Okay, so now I'm just describing what I do, right? Yeah. Okay. And that, that'll determine which of your skills you're using. Um, she's drawing me towards the mirror. Um... Uh, is she outside of the mirror or inside of the mirror? Uh, uh, she's partially inside the mirror, kind of like leaning out over the edge of it. Like maybe half of her is sticking out. I want to use my, I don't know, arts and craft. Arts and craft skills aren't really a skill, but um, and I'm gonna take the, to- the tube of toothpaste and draw a big smiley on her. Okay. Hmm. What do you think this might be? Hmm. Like it. it- not necessarily an act of bravery equaling toughness. Like you have to be kind of brave to do any of these skills. But if you're aiming for kind of like being able to quickly draw something, I think it might be fast. What if I say, no, my mom says it's really important that you brush your teeth. And don't you think that it would make a, uh, it would make a beautiful picture if you just use some of this here? I put it on her, uh, and that would be a fat. You want me to draw fast? I think social skills are also kind of covered under toughness, so kind of like standing up for yourself. If we just got some of that blood and dirt off, you'd look much more pleasant. Let me help you out there. All right, yeah, draw for that. Okay, is that uh, tough to uh, try to help help Bloody Mary with personal hygiene? Yeah. Oh, and I failed on the first one I pulled. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Do you want to use any of your things to make a redraw? I want to take my uh, arts and crafts kit out of my pocket and uh, use one of the uh, the oil pastels uh, to draw what a, an eight-year-old would think is attractive makeup. On <laughs> Aww. Nice. So I'm pulling too tough red. Right. Okay. Success. Finally. Jeez. Okay. With a, a combination of watercolors and a bit of toothpaste, you are, <laughs> are kind of quickly able to draw some, just a, a little bit of like blush and shadow onto Bloody Mary. And this kind of takes the fear out of, out of her a little bit. And, you know, she's, she's not so bad looking once you, you kind of get past the the dripping blood coveredness, mm-hmm. and in a way, isn't Bloody Mary just a like a sixteenth century version of Banana Pants Maria? Mm-hmm. Isn't it just isn't it just an appellation a- applied to someone to kind of make them feel bad about themselves? Fact. So, with that in in mind, you you kind of help to to beautify this horror a little bit. Uh, hmm. temporarily mollifying her and causing her to uh, recede back in the mirror. For a, a moment, maybe you think it could have all just been your imagination for the 
just the light flickering from the TV, but you, you look down on your shoulders and you see adult sized bloody handprints on the tops of your shirt. This has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can email us at podofwonder at gmail.com. See you next time, wanderers. <laughs>